Welcome back to Normies Like Us. The podcast reminds you the tip to be square. Of course, we know who the host of this podcast is. It's us. And only a listener deals in absolutes. We head back to the sandy deserts of Tatooine to talk another Disney Plus TV series. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's me, a Normies Like Us. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. He's my daughter. You're gonna help me find this girl I'm looking for. Yeah, I'll do it. Your father sent me. Where's the army? Anakin Skywalker is alive. You heard it up top. We are once again heading back to the planet with two sons. And this is the podcast you're looking for because we are talking Star Wars once again here on Normies Like Us with Obi-Wan Kenobi. On Disney Plus with your hosts, um, Clone Trooper Colin. Help me, please. <laughs> uh, I guess um, the my Quisitor, uh, Joby Wan Kenobi, <laughs> mm. and this is Obi Wan Jacoby. Obi Kali Joba Joby. I wanted to leave it open. For I always Joby have to Wan go Kenobi. last. I didn't so, realize. Uh, people always yeah, take right, mine right, before right, I right. go. You know. Joby Wan Kenobi. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, Joe's not going to settle for Uncle Joe and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. Oh, they're all yeah. so good. But uh, we're here, uh, yeah, back on Tatooine, the planet with the tw- twin sons, talking about the twin son. Um, you know, because Obi's got a mission. Yeah, and as much as uh, we'll get into full spoilers for parts one and two, uh, which were release of the Obi-Wan series, new Disney Plus show. But yeah, he's. Uh, we thought he'd be chilling on a planet protecting Luke. Very quickly, we find out Leia's a big part of this as well. So, yes, it is the, the twins, son. Um, but, yeah. State of New Star Disney Wars. Plus, Star Wars. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious for you all, just kind of where you're at. Because, you know, just to sum up and think about it, you got, like, end of the new trilogy, Rise of Skywalker, maybe kind of a low point. Some Mando season stuff raising us up. Boba Fett. Go back and listen, normies. You kind of have our opinion on that. So, uh, we'll, mm-hmm. just not even thinking about this series or whatever. What's your What's your Star Wars that you're you're thinking about right now? I guess um, you know, out the gate, just looking forward to this. Not speaking after having watched it, you know, I Obi Wan is my favorite character. So after seeing Boba Fett, you know, I was a little apprehensive. It's like, okay, we're on the same planet. That kind of was hit and miss, you know, with like the more interesting aspects. I think taking a backseat to the less interesting stuff, the mods. You know, I'm like, oh, this could be, this could potentially be bad. So I was really apprehensive going into it let's say but we'll dive into how that all turned out but i was kind of uh let's say tauntaun levels i was lukewarm um (laughs) there you go on the the franchise (laughs) as a whole yeah for me um you know i wasn't like super excited to watch this or anything you know i had basically no expectations going in so i was so you can't you can't be let down if you don't have expectations right so i'm fine with (laughs) yeah i'm fine with whatever (laughs) That was Anakin's problem. He expected to be on the seat on the council. You know, That's right. Had, he would never expected that. He would have been fine. Colin, where, where were you at? Uh, yeah, I'm just kid, trying uh, to think again because we've been watching so much Star Trek recently. Um, I know some of you guys have played those Fallen Order games. There's some some video game news that maybe we'll talk about some even more video game news. It seems mm-hmm. like there are attempts to keep me interested in Star Wars 
again, I just don't know going forward. I'm looking a lot more at the subreddits to go back to my old bit of rate the Reddit real quick. Uh, I look at Star Wars leaks a lot now. Uh, and hmm. it must be how other people get frustrated at Marvel leaks. Like if you're not like into that universe that much, because it will be stuff that's like uh, rumor is Sam Richardson might be playing Bleat Blorp in uh, you know the Calrissian show, and you're like, well, I just I have no idea who that is, so I I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, How about you, Joe? I, you know, last week, then we'll get Joe's temperature real quick. We did, you know, a, a movie that had a TV episode as its prequel, and then now we have a TV episode that had a movie as its prequel. So we're kind of flipping the script there with the war and the trekking. But Joe, where were you at on the war side of things? Uh, I mean, I think the hottest, I guess, uh, out of everyone here. I mean, if you go back and listen to Boba Fett, you'll hear like I really have almost no problem with Boba Fett. So I was excited to go into Obi Wan. Uh, the beginning of May always brings Star Wars upon us with May the 4th and things like that. So I actually watched uh, Revenge of the Sith around that time, like in preparation mm-hmm. for this. And then obviously Star Wars Celebration all weekend timed with uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi has got me loving all sorts of Star Wars that I think will be woven into this conversation pretty naturally because it's interesting to see like where we're moving with uh, Kenobi and kind of the future projects that were teased. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense too. And again, uh, you know, we'll have to see where the future of this goes. But I say, uh, now instead of the future, let's go a long time ago into a galaxy far, far away. Talk about uh, parts one and part two of Kenobi, Disney Plus' latest Star Wars television series. You will be back after the break. We're back. We're talking Obi-Wan. Um, we're going to be diving in, giving our thoughts. It's a, a two-episode premiere. We're going to be talking about both episodes. So spoilers for anyone who has uh, not seen those mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah, and this is going to be a six-part series. And I kept getting confused with what to name the episode. I think I said episodes one and two, but they're calling them parts one and two. And sure. then we'll have part three, four, five, six, Chapter. whatever. But that's interesting because that's like the number of films that the Ewan McGregor film was in actually appeared in not just his voice right when you consider the three prequels and the Alec Guinness, uh ghost cameos and Empire and obviously uh, Return of the Jedi at the Ewok party so right. six parts for his six parts in the uh, film series at least visually so I don't know they're like poetry they rhyme whatever also he has a voice in the other one so this is a complete fabrication on my part to find meaning in nothingness and that's what life's all about so let's find meaning in parts one and two right. of uh the Obi-Wan show, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, out in the desert. <laughs> yeah. um, well, here's my thing, okay? Why is it a TV show? Why didn't they make it a movie? And this is my, not problem with it, but uh, I just think if you, you know, like you're saying, you know, people love the prequels or they, you know, some people like them more than others, but... We're starting to warm up in recent years, yeah. though, for sure. I know Star Wars TV, like that's the new thing, right? With the Mandalorian and everything, but... If you wanted to get back into movies, why not make the Obi-Wan movie instead of a TV show? I mean, who said they wanted think, to get back into movies, I guess, is my counterpoint. Like, I think they're scared. You know, if we talk about uh, some of the stuff announced at um, Star Wars Celebration, there was one mention of a movie, and that that's the next movie will be Taika Waititi's movie. 
other than that, like no updates on any of that stuff, exclusively television things to be excited about. I just think that's a mistake. I mean, it seems like solo came out and basically killed star Wars movies as an idea. And, uh, I don't know. Solo wasn't well, no, that bad. That's not true. All three of the mainline movies, regardless of what you think of the writing, there was a diminishing return in box office from The Force Awakens to The Last Jedi right. to uh, Rise of Scar- Star Wars. Yeah. And it seems like they kind of divided the fan base. Whichever side you land on, I don't care. But The Rise of Star Wars really was a debacle. Yes. Um, but remember when... Financially and for the fans. Disney, so I think they're scared of getting back into that arena. Yeah. But if you recall when Disney bought Star Wars, they had this whole plan. They were going to release these new movies. They're going to have Star Wars stories in the off years of the main ones, right? But they mm-hmm. basically, after Rogue One and, and Solo, just kind of gave up on doing that. And I think Obi-Wan, <laughs> a Star Wars story, would have worked better than a six-part TV show, um, in my opinion, but we'll see how it goes. You know? well, hindsight, maybe being 2020, they should have done the Obi-Wan movie instead. And to quote Jimmy Smith in this, we all made mistakes. We know that we need to move on. Yeah. I mean, I disagree completely. <laughs> like, like just to be that guy, like, uh, <laughs> well, do it. most of what this is exploring is stuff that was explored in the TV shows. You're not going to understand that sure. like, Oh, that's an ex clone trooper. Who's wearing the 501st armor and was a member of Ahsoka's, you know, uh, tribe basically. So like those mm-hmm. little details, the inquisitors, all of this is pulling from the like TV shows that were animated and we're finally getting it live action. To me, it's more of a successor to that kind of stuff. And we're seeing them lean that direction with Ahsoka, uh, coming up too with like, you know, all of the mm. rebels people coming back and things like that. So yeah, I don't know. To me, it makes sense that like the future is obviously television. Look at what they did with the Mandalorian. Right, and The Mandalorian is good, but I guess I just don't like the direction. It's not just Star Wars. I mean, Marvel, too, where movie ideas, stories that could have been a movie are turning into six-part series, uh, which Mm -hmm. just leaves a lot of downtime, and it just seems like you could tighten up that story, tell it in a two-hour movie. Uh, I'm getting a little tired of series. That's all I'm saying, personally. Well, I'm here for all six parts of this. I understand what you're saying. And like, I, I think the advantage of having six parts that are longer is you can, if you're doing it right, you can tell a more complex story. The bad time is when there's a lot of filler. And I can see you smirking, thinking, yeah, there's a lot of downtime. It's a waste of time. I want to get through well, it. I, just think I, I think the first two episodes well. that we watched. It's all in the execution. Yeah. yeah. The first two episodes we watched was basically the length of a movie and... Uh, you know, if I saw if that was a movie, I would be disappointed. You know, obviously there's four more parts. It's just um, I kind of just don't like the trend of of what's this become is becoming. I yeah. guess like you could say. I agree with what you're saying, Jacob. Like Hawkeye, I think that would have been a great movie. Um, or Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight would have been a good movie. I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, like I think it it works. Would where Shang Chi been a better you know TV I mean? show then? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like I think it's, I don't know. Like I like the idea of both and I think audiences are grown more accustomed to watching things at home. Like I think the bigger tentpole movies are going to become, you know, few and far between, which is like, they don't really have their tentpole franchise right now. They have these interwoven shows. Well, it seems like they figured out that people would rather sit through hour long episodes, as many parts as you want to put out rather than two hour movies. For whatever reason, we feel that series are shorter and like more easier to get through, I guess. Well, it's also where they, where they exist. Like Joe said, like I don't necessarily want to drive to a theater every time. Right. Right. It's like, you can always watch movies on streaming too. 
when they well, come maybe out. Maybe 45 days later. Yeah, I yeah, know. No, you know what I mean? So there's, there's inherent issues with True. that. And there's pros and cons with each format. So this is like we got, let's say, one Obi-Wan movie with parts one and two, parts three and four, are the middle movie, and parts five and six are the third movie. It's just, how do you watch right. them? But Colin, where do you yeah, land Colin, on where this? Do you land? Oh, and I didn't mean it, to yeah. monopolize this no, whole I, uh, I, thing I, about I, I'm loving no, it. it's I've, good conversation. <laughs> I'm truly into every part because of Because this is the landscape of streaming. I think it's a little too much, you know, fat for the goose as well, that there's these, you know... Sauce for the goose. Sauce, sauce for the goose, Mr. Savick. Mr. Savick. That you would not get the, like, TC, you know, Obi-Wan being like, oh, here's the toy that he's going to have one day, you know, in the... Oh, the T-16 Skyhopper? Yeah. The, the pacing's just a little <laughs> slower. Yes, I agree with that. Now, just to super back up t- uh, to a, a thing that Joe was saying... Now, Mike, Jacob, and I watched this together. Uh, we happened to watch these two episodes mm-hmm. together at a fantastic party thrown by past guest Adam. Uh, shout out to a guy who's been on a Thank ton you. of our episodes through an awesome yeah. Obi-Wan party. After that first episode, I said to Mike, you know what? In that beautiful opening recap of the episode one, two, and three, there should have been some animated series stuff. And I, I wonder why they didn't feel bold enough to include that stuff. And I guess because mm-hmm. cartoons would just be like, no, 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 like that's going to turn people off. But if that cheapens Star Wars, a million series cheapens Star Wars. So uh, you got to find the healthy medium. I, I don't know. Hmm. More Joe than is anything, right there when he si- I yeah, want like stuff from the Clone Wars just recreated just ever so briefly. There's so many opportunities here. So many like, oh, he's having a PTSD flashback. Oh, we're recapping every episode. Like, come on. Just just give me that 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 Star Wars uh or Clone Wars armor with the cape. Like I want it so bad. General Kenobi, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we want that. Um so, so Jacob was one to point out, like, you know, the Mandalorian was really great and the, and the Ahsoka, like the TV show side. But you know, a lot of that was in the hands of, of Dave Filoni, and that's those are his babies, the stuff that Joe listed earlier, the Clone Wars show, creating the character of Ahsoka, right? right? Really developing a relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan that wasn't in the movies. Like and the amount of screen time of Obi-Wan you know in the cartoon is probably in multiples of tens to potentially 100s of minutes more than Awen McGregor right. ever appeared in the role right. so there is a lot of you know backstory being pulled from those sources I think Joe's dead on with that and it's the same creating there is team. the last thing I will say about the um, content feed that we're getting and the the width and breadth of it uh, Mike they're pulling from so much and they've got so much to reference all this stuff as well. The timeline of it all, I'm not a, what we'd call a normie uh, for Star Wars. I feel very good about what I know about Star Wars. Having so many of these series, they don't take into account of like, these people are watching Mandalorian. They have that time period in their mind. We kind of need something in the beginning that goes like, this is exactly when Obi-Wan takes place. And it is different than Mandalorian. And we know that's confusing. They're yeah, because um, they look similar. There's another reason that's confusing, too, because they have uh, Boba Fett and Fennec now wandering around the parks in um, oh, sure. Galaxy's Edge. But that doesn't make any sense because Galaxy's Edge is supposed to be an immersive experience during the battle of the first order and the resistance, like the right. time wise, that doesn't work. Well, you know, I, 
I read about mm-hmm. this online, and I think they're having Mando is going to be walking around too. I think they're switching the era because they're trying to get away from the sequel stuff because it's just not as popular as Mando stuff now. So Mando era like is the most popular Knights era. There. He's like, oh, hello, hello Mando. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, to be, yeah. So this is 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Yes. So we're pre-New Order Hope, 66. right? Or 10 years before New Hope, I mean. So, yeah. And then... Obviously, Mando's after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, before Force Awakens. Right? Yeah. Or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Before, yeah. Before, Mando, yeah. before episode, sometime around here, because they need Death Star plans. Okay. Sometime between now and A New Hope, because they're Rogue stealing. One happens it's right, right up before to the beginning of A New, New Hope. Hope. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, so I think Rogue the Andor series the is going to be about the same as the Obi-Wan stuff, right? Or it's like before A New Hope leading up to it. So in right around the same year in the timeline, Solo, the sequel to um, Fallen Order Jedi Survivor, which is coming Mm. out next Mm -hmm. year, and Obi-Wan all occur within about the same year. Wait, wait, Um, wait. They're right in the the, the nostalgia pocket of people our age who remember watching A New Hope as a kid. He's he's like moseying up to, uh, he to would be like if if Kathleen Kennedy didn't come out and like give that quote about how they learned their lesson not to recast um, parts, which I like <laughs> really disappointed me and I really disagreed with. Like, yeah, if, we'll just create automatons. Yeah, <laughs> if she didn't say that, I would have expected to see him pop up in at least like the end of this as wow. as a, as a oh gotcha. Did you guys catch R two? Right. Did you see him in the background? I- I saw 3PO, but I didn't see R2. I didn't see 3PO. Was he running around too? 3PO was in the Senate scene. Yeah, Alderaan. Alderaan. Well, there's one named like T.O. Yeah, that's not... So uh, there's, the, no, there's I thought R, there was a C-3PO. There's C-3PO a gold with was... the red wires and stuff in the background. Really? It looks like uh-huh. drinks. To me, maybe yeah. other more nerdy. Uh, Where was R2 yeah. at? R2 was in the back of the, uh, the dinner party scene when... Leia's being mean, or Leia's cousins yeah, yeah. like being mean. Yeah. So was C three PO, by my estimation. Oh, okay. So interesting. So oh. so they're laying some Easter eggs here, and I guess to get back to the Obi Wan of it all, we know what time frame we're in now. <laughs> you know, we're leading up you to a new it. hope, and uh, he's tasked with again, as we saw at the end of Revenge, just protecting the boy. Uh, but he can't, you know, be a Jedi, so he's not allowed to use his Force powers. He's running around with a gun and stuff, and uh, that's kind of where we start off. This thing is, you know, back on Tatooine. Here we go. But um, I just, uh, you know, I like seeing Ewan McGregor back in the role. You know, obviously, I think that's one of the biggest draws, and I think he's doing a great job so far. Uh, but we do get off planet quickly. But what do we think of the Tatooine stuff while we're here? <laughs> Mike, you, you've been showing up at my door asking if I'm showing, if uh, meaning if I'm going through puberty. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Is he, <laughs> Is he showing? showing? Is the boy showing? That's, uh, <laughs> the boy showing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Owen's uh, in, in context of is he showing his powers, but I thought that was weird verbiage here, to ben. use for like, is he showing? Quit <laughs> <laughs> asking me about my kid yeah, if he's showing. Anymore. It is cool that they, yeah, uh, he's in his cave. they bring back Joel Edgerton as Uncle Owen, who played him in the prequels, who before he was like really a bigger actor, which he's more of a name now. So that's kind of a cool little thing, I thought. Now, Jacob, do he's they like bring back the voice too? He's doing such a great job. Do they bring back mm-hmm. Aunt Beru, the Nexium chick? <laughs> Oh, I, I hmm. doubt it. Probably <laughs> I don't not. Know I would hope if she's involved she with Nixon, probably yeah. not. Nix of them. Fair enough. <laughs> I didn't know if they had another in the in the telephoto telescope shots. Maybe they had an extra dressed up in that costume. <laughs> but yeah, this is where we kind of get the the basic premise of what the Inquisitors are. And for the you know people who aren't watching, you know, 
Clone Wars are rebels. Inquisitors are basically dark side force sensitives. Some are former Jedi and their job is to hunt down the remaining Jedi post order 66. Once the empire comes into power. So they show up, they're looking for Jedi. Obviously we know Obi-Wan is there and, uh, things get complicated. And if you've played um, Jedi fallen order, you know them from that again. So. Yes. Pulling from these sources. But uh, as I said in the open, the trailer sets up, Oh, it's going to be, he's on the desert with Luke. How interesting is that going to be? Little do we find out. Um, there's a plot to, you know, kidnap princess Leia who introduced a child, 10 year old version of her. Jimmy Smith is back as a uh, Senator Organa. You love to see it. You, you know, obviously he's going to gave Yoda a ride hey, to safety. <laughs> you know, he's tied up tight into this stuff. He's, he's right at the center of that whole uh, Senate and all that. So he's great. Yeah. And then there's a kidnapping from uh, leg is kidnapped. And then that's the thrust of the episode. Jimmy Smith says, help me. I'll be one. You're my only hope. And uh, we get off planet. And I think it's, it's at that point, it's great. They take a trip. I don't know. Does anybody have um, an opinion on go that? to a little uh, place called Californication. Yeah. With needles. That's right. You get captured by sand flea, right? Yeah. It's a tattooing. No, it's an Alderanian that's sand right. flea. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. And, they, and then he goes to yeah, yeah. Blade Runner planet, cyberpunk planet to uh, track uh-huh. down Leia. Johnny Silverhands there. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I love cyberpunk we planet. See, we you know, well, this is what I'm wondering. My favorite Eternal. What? <laughs> What? I like the two worms that That's slide right. across the floor. Those worms are great. Um, when they were writing this story, I wondering, I'm wondering if yeah. they thought, well, you know, we can't have Obi-Wan meet Luke because Luke never met Obi-Wan before New Hope. So we need something for Obi-Wan mm-hmm. to do. I guess let's, let's write Leia into it. And he goes on this whole mission where he meets Leia. That's okay. okay. That doesn't... Yeah. What before do you think we started, I said yeah. I want to blow something, and then like held off before Mike got here because I had such a big question. Are you showing? <laughs> exactly. Um, to that point, Jacob, I was positive we would get some sort of like cloak and daggerness to uh, the Obi Wan interactions with Leia. No, it's flat out. My name's Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm a Jedi Knight. All this stuff. Does that line up with what we know of what she says to the R two D two hologram of? You knew my father in the Clone Wars. Can you help me? Why wouldn't she say yes that stuff about like no. you, you? You saved my life that one time. Mm. You're a Jedi. Yeah, I she doesn't that. mention that. Yeah. It works. Um. It works one way and it doesn't work another way um her message is is like obviously like really formal and weird help me everyone if you're gonna take everything yeah if if you're gonna take everything formal and weird in star wars and like be like oh well that was retcon like there's a bunch of other Mm -hmm. instances the where place where it does help though is um luke shows up and he's like hey i'm here with ben kenobi and she's like ben kenobi i know who he is even though earlier I said Obi-Wan Kenobi, because she does know that Ben and Obi-Wan oh, are the same person. Because she's met him before. <laughs> yeah. Here's I how I... Star Wars! I kind of think of it this way. Even if she, in A New Hope she hadn't met Obi-Wan before, it doesn't matter, because if she, if she only met him once as a young child, she probably doesn't remember him that well. So she's just holding on to these like memories from when she was 10 years old. Um, she met him that one time, maybe... That makes sense. And at some to me. point, Jimmy Smith's also, like, "Also, we have not seen." If you're in trouble, contact Obi Wan. That's all I'm saying. 
But he could do. Yeah. You don't remember. But as yeah, you're not going to remember. Force this. strong with her. Yeah, yeah, really my sister as well. Ah, oh, sister. Um, here's here's what I'm thinking though. It makes perfect sense to me in that. Yeah, then she has a relationship with why she will reach out to him. She knows what he's capable of. She knows the name, and it's like it's a it's a worthwhile way to spend the series because we just get some Obi Wan adventures, and it, it I think it creates much less continuity issues than. Here's your birthday present, Luke. It's me, Uncle Ben. Happy, <laughs> happy Earth in Life Day, I, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. I like yeah, it. I, like, I I'll be honest. Too. I really, I was really pleasantly surprised to like. Oh, you got me. Like I didn't. Ex- I guess it's obvious now that we're doing it, but I yeah, didn't I think, think it was a that smart, that's where we were yeah. going. I'm shocked. It's a smart direction to go. In, and my think, favorite yeah. parts of the prequels, um, even with their flaws, was. Ewan McGregor running around doing Obi-Wan stuff. We would call it Obi-Wan Adventures, you know? And we, we just loved Obi-Wan Adventures, doing some detective work. And it's like, I wanted more of that on Coruscant. So when he goes to Cybersunk Planet, Cyber, whatever, Cyberpunk Planet, you know, it's like, yeah, this is just what I wanted. He's going around sleuthing. He can't use his powers. He's got to, like, you know, deduce and he's got to use a gun. So uncivilized, right? It's, it's really fun to see right. him kind of hindered and what he has to do with just his intellect and his innate abilities. Like, I, I think it, it's cool. Yeah, that was cool. And like Colin mentioned, he meets yes, my favorite. Let's talk about this guy. Eternal Kingo. Kamel <laughs> uh, Nanjiani as the Jedi con man, which I thought was a really interesting thing. Haja uh, or something in this? Too. Yeah, what a thing. Yeah, so there's like. Yeah, Haja. Haji. A group of grifters out there who pretend to be Jedi. And like he's got little motors on his windows, you know? And like I think it makes sense to just con normies into stuff you know it's like oh they don't yeah. know what a jedi's then like you see at the end, he's, he's, he's got a good heart you know he's he's willing to help obi-wan in the end so he's not such a bad guy we do all. see that i guess that to me like the the kamel stuff to me is like the fat i would lose to be honest like i just don't uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. the only thing is i don't know well when we leave this camille's like here's a thing go to this place and then take this Sabak card to them and like so it's like he's kind of part of a larger network of people he just happened to also yeah. be, so it's like someone has to get so we're still not Our getting resistance. straight back to Alderaan we have a little bit of a journey to go so we'll see what he's into and I thought he was charming enough but I, I could see where maybe it doesn't land and we do go to Breaking Bad Lab and stuff too but I enjoyed this plan well, again a lot. I think it goes <laughs> it's fair maybe I'm like looking for stuff to dislike because mm. everything I've seen complaints about like you know, of course, there's people on the internet being mean to, like, this little girl playing Leia who, you know, for the record, <laughs> I think did a great job. The actress is from, uh, you know, We Can Be Heroes, a Robert Rodriguez Netflix movie. Nice. thought she was great in that. I think she's great in this. She's got some great, great lines. Leia is, of course, a very sassy person. Like, obviously, she's going to be a sassy little girl. Yeah, like, she's like, Obi-Wan, you look kind of old and beat I thought up. she was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought she was good other than the running chase scenes, which people have... She's you know, commenting on. We had two of them. It's it, they're not well executed chases. We have right? two of them. Yeah. That's my yeah. problem. We didn't need two of and them. And that's not just the fault of the the actress. No. It's the fault of the director not to like get a better do you performance. Guys, I guess. Deborah but I thought she would just do a, a great actress. job with the rest of the direction on this. I'd say so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Important to reference. And that could have been Deborah second Chow. unit stuff too. It so totally could have been. Was, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. getting um, Star Wars yeah. TV stuff that isn't John Favreau. Finally, that's important. But do you, just on to sort of the weakness of, of, of Fat again, that scene where Reva, the third sister, of the Inquisitors, that I'd kind of like to go back to explore a little more. About, yeah, yeah. There's where a she dynamic. is chasing after on Cyberpunk Planet. She's doing fifty flips, parkour, running. <laughs> it's a oh, twenty yeah, she minute a bunch montage of parkour for no reason. See, it does not. It leads nowhere, Jacob. Yeah. Well, it's that it's really weird if you watch that chase because 
like Obi-Wan catches up to Leia and then everything that was chasing them just like disappears and there's no explanation to wh- wh- what happened and how they got away. It's very strange. Yeah. But yeah, but they, uh, yeah, I mean, if we're going back to the Inquisitors, because like we didn't really talk them about all them. the way here, but yeah, yeah go ahead. Let's back yeah. it up. So, so they're hunting all the Jedi and these characters are not like new at all. They are the invention of um, the animated series and are the main antagonists in the clo- or uh, the mm-hmm. Rebels like season two to four right. and the Jedi Fallen Order game. Fallen the Order, main yeah. villain is the second sister. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, they're characters that like are kind of ridiculous they're just like really mean bad guy bully villain characters um and then when we meet them like i think we're talking like trim the fat man i real estate is so important here i don't understand why we're giving like reva or reva so much setup right now and i think it's doing a disservice to like the other inquisitors remember darth vader is like gonna be in this show i don't need like someone else to be afraid of well, again, Joe, they have two scenes with her that accomplish the exact same thing where another uh, uh, Inquisitor has to tell her, like, you're too impulsive. Like, they do the same you're exact thing, card. but it's two different Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the guy with the helmet the second time, but... Which is Han. Uh, and I also, I guess my other... Yeah, Han from Fast and, Fast and Furious. Yeah, that, uh, money. that scene the, could the play brother. exactly the same to me, but what I'm saying is, like, he should have cut off the hand. Like... They should all be unhinged. Like, mm. I don't right. understand this, like... And all, I don't know how to say yeah. why they're all, like, trying to rein her in so much. And at the end, we have the confrontation between her and the Grand Inquisitor, where she, spoiler alert, kills the Grand Inquisitor, I guess. Well, apparently, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but my other complaint about this, the Inquisitors, is just that I feel like they're re- rehashing stuff from Jedi Fallen Order. I understand that everyone hasn't played that, but... It's very similar to what they do in Jedi Fallen. Well, have you so. seen Rebels? It because just, uh, just it's knowing... also very similar to what they do in that. I think that's what Inquisitors right. do. Is what I'm arguing, Jacob. Yeah. I think that's just they. <laughs> I think Inquisitors are one like... note in general. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. But the second sister is like her beats are almost exactly the beats we've seen in Reva, and like yes. it just feels like we're about to go down the same story here. And a, exactly. I just There's don't. A theory. Uh, I, I think she's fine, right. but I don't need. I don't need a, a lot more weight on that character that I feel like. We're and we getting. had two scenes having to put her in her place again. We had two running scenes. One of each would have been fine, and then there's people who are claiming that like one of the younglings in the very opening scene is a young Reva. So like maybe she has more connection yeah. to this than we know. Mm. I guess time will tell. But again, the parkour, yeah, that was too drawn out as well. I think what the attempt was is look at how sick her force powers are. Cause she does like push down a pillar with the <laughs> force and it's like remember when Obi Wan would it jump and flip like. in the prequels? It's like, yeah, look, she could do that too. She's powerful. It just looked kind of bizarre. It was a little too long, I think. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, that doesn't like that doesn't even bother me at all. I mean, like that's how the force that looks bizarre. I hope these motherfuckers use the lightsabers as helicopters. I'll be disappointed if they don't. Yeah, Yeah. I'll be so mad. Yeah, for those who don't know, the Inquisitors. You saw the Grand Inquisitor spinning it in front of Flea, threateningly. It was like a motorized thing, and one function of that is they can fly with them. They fly now. Like helicopter, yeah. like Mary Poppins. I don't understand how the physics there. of that works. But they Mary Poppins yeah. it. I don't care. I want to see it. I need it. to see it. it needs <laughs> like, to, I want to mm-hmm, see it so mm-hmm. bad. Well, again, with Reva, if they're trying to highlight that uh, she was one of the younglings at the beginning, that could be an interesting angle, but they didn't really... I mean, maybe in a future yeah, episode yeah. that'll be the case, but they didn't really highlight that too much. And again, the, the Order X 66 stuff, it was done in Fallen Order way better, I think. Like, 
there's like a part where you're playing Cal Kestis' perspective of Order 66, and that's a lot, a lot more emotionally affecting, Scary. I think, so far than what I've seen. I mean, this. I think we're going to see Order 66 live action so mm-hmm. many different times. That's true. And, I it's mean, like animated so many different times. And I love that. I love the idea of like, you know, this is like serious weighted stuff that the animated series were exploring, and it almost feels like now what if like, you know, Bruce Timm's Batman the Animated Series like came to life, mm-hmm. you know, and was like live action for you all of a sudden. Right. So like there is like sort of like a vindication in that. So I like I we're gonna get Order 66, I think, from multiple perspectives, but why are we opening the Obi-Wan show not on Obi-Wan? Like, of course Rava's one of those yes. kids. Like right. yeah. it just to me it's it's poor storytelling. We're spending you put way too many breadcrumbs way too early that she's gonna be really important. And like, I just didn't need that. If and the fact that she's specifically hunting Kenobi, it's like, why do you have like a proper yeah. noun on this guy? Maybe because she's talking to Anakin, <laughs> but it's like, it's specifically yeah, no, Kenobi I mean, that she wants, which is not just like, I'll kill all Jedi. From you know? what I can tell. Kenobi. But she wants Kenobi specifically because Vader wants Kenobi and she yeah. wants to impress Vader. Yeah. And she figured out like all of her motives are like really spelled out and really like cookie cutter. I, I don't have a problem with any of them. Maybe. I just don't understand why we're giving that character the real estate. There's only six episodes. Right. Remember, there's only she six episodes. She gets the most screen time of any Inquisitor on this. Again, yeah. it's the same as the second sister in Fallen Order. And I guess Vader just had a, a bunch of different uh, maybe apprentices that he was kind of grooming to be his it. apprentice at different times before A New Hope. But um, but maybe he was just playing them all against each other to fulfill the his Inquisitors purposes. are never, yeah, like the Inquisitors are never actually being groomed. He's always playing them against mm-hmm. each other. Right, right. And the Grand Inquisitor, like, should not be dead. Yeah, so, yeah I thought that was kind definitely of... not. <laughs> well, for all we know, they have no um, vital organs in the area in which he was stabbed that species. Yeah. That's just I, his we've appendix. We've seen Fennec get stuff like that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we need to see so. a body. But, like, there's only six episodes. If we only have six episodes to me, every single beat needs to matter. In two days, we're going to be halfway through this series. We have yet to see, like, Vader... We have yet to see Obi-Wan use a lightsaber. I don't need to see one of the Safty brothers jumping around with a lightsaber. Like, I'm sorry, oh, yeah. I don't. That Ooh, seems super indulgent. I'd rather have Obi-Wan do this. You know yeah, what I mean? there's stuff with the Safty brother coming to him in the desert. Hey, Obi-Wan, I'm not Obi-Wan. I'm Ben. Leave me alone. Like, that's like, that character could probably get, you know, shot out the airlock. But one thing I do appreciate them looking at the larger kind of meta conversation around the prequels that's come up and the, the new hope is there was that kind of viral video about Obi-Wan talking about your father was a friend and a great, you know, and like, then you see him having these flashbacks and it was like a fan yes, edited yes. thing. I love that video. And I yeah. really appreciated that they were like, this seems to be what the public wants for this character that like he would be dealing with the weight of that and i'm glad that they put it right. into the show that he's he is struggling with those visions and to kind of tip your hat to, yeah, to the fans good. without being directly like and i think we'll it's, do exactly what you tell us to kind of thing yeah i really like that the flashbacks and everything and it kind of gives it more of connective tissue where you think like oh this guy is going to become alec guinness uh you know in 10 years or whatever and the Anakin that we knew in the prequels does become Vader, but we never see that transformation. So this is kind of the linking point between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's cool to see that. And I'm here for it. And like my, you know, my argument to like, yeah, I think that works better as a series than it does as a movie is if this was a movie in two hours, you're going to have stuff like shoveled in there way too fast and way too quick. 
you know, you say like, oh, we'd lose the him giving Luke the toy. No, that's a beat that would definitely stay. We'd lose yeah. like the character, the quiet character moments, not the fan service. Mm, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. Well, you could lose the superfluous scenes, like you said, with the with the uh, Inquisitors uh, repeating beats, basically the chase yeah. stuff. You could cut like one of those chase sequences down. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, to me, would, obviously, like the whole story would be restructured. But like, yeah, yeah. You, there's only six episodes. I want. I want Obi doing all the cool stuff, not anyone else. Yeah, and we do have, you know, it takes him two of these episodes to even use his powers for the first time. And he just simply uses the uh, the force to kind of slow decelerate Leia, right? I was hoping to see a lightsaber with a two-finger pose, you know, but understandably he needs to be in hiding because I guess if he uses the force, they no, can I sense actually, it. So I, I appreciate it. And it's cool because he has to use a gun and, you know, it's, it's off his character. I actually like that he doesn't, uses the force he doesn't use his lightsaber because he is in hiding and to me it kind of reminds me of uh luke in the last jedi where people were like expecting him to do cool stuff and kind of subverts your expectations but uh (laughs) uh but it it makes sense because the jedi are in hiding if he uses the force like the inquisitors will feel it will sense it in the force and they'll they'll come after him maybe even anakin will sense it too i want one question i do have about his methodology though why and this is an alec guinness thing so they can't change it either but like, if he's in hiding, why are you just literally running around cosplaying a Jedi from the Republic <laughs> era? Like, you, even when you're going to this other planet, you're literally just right. wearing what is basically the robes that all Jedi wear. Like, put on a bounty hunter outfit. Like, try to. Well, it seems like a lot of people just wear robes and cloaks. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, but I was looking in the background. I'm like, is anyone else just dressed straight up like a Jedi? No one else, no one is, else wearing, is. They like, got a head wrap yeah, or tan something. Cloaks and stuff like that. Yeah. They got goggles. I think that's or because. Yeah. <laughs> Put on a pair of goggles. I guess he does. Yeah, Obi-Wan in the original series was the first person to wear those clothes, and then George Lucas decided that's all how how all Jedi dress. Just some shit he got in the desert. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. uniform, which makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it's it's George's fault. They're like poetry, they're wrong. But that's that's a nitpick. Like you kind of just look like a Jedi out here, my dude. Like you're not doing right. Shave your beard, cut your hair, and like. Don't wear those clothes Good anymore. Sushi job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. But I, I mean, like when. I, uh, yeah, go ahead. I like the point you're making, Jacob. Like, I'm down for subverting expectations. I do like that, but again, it's real estate to me, man. It's this is six episodes. That's it. Yeah. Look. Well, I really like that when he's working at the uh, the whale sushi or whatever, and the <laughs> guy like the foreman or whatever is like talking back to that one guy and, and Obi-Wan thinks about like standing up for him, but then he's like, no, I gotta, I gotta stay hidden. And that's, a, that's a little subversion of your expectations there. You know? It has good samurai vibes. I think, especially that Tatooine stuff. It's like, you know, the samurai can't show yeah. that he's a samurai, but here come these idiots, you know, from the government or the local daimyo and like, Hey, you know, y'all suck samurais. You like local to help too daimyo. much. Yeah. Yeah. That's both. It's all part yeah. of the buildup. <laughs> It's all part of the buildup because you know he's going to do cool shit like in the last episode or whatever. He probably, I'm guessing, he's not going to use his lightsaber until he probably fights with Vader again at the, at the last episode, right? Or something like that. And so this kind of leaves off basically. Okay, they escape the planet on the robot cargo machine because even though they locked down the ports, there was an automated cargo. He escapes with Leia in the last minute, and they're going to go to some other planet, and then that's where we'll end up. But my question is. Like, what other stuff do you think we'll see maybe as it relates to the Clone Wars Rebels uh, in this? I love that. I love that question. Because flashbacks has a lot to do with it. Um, 
Mike, I kind of said this to you like right after we had watched the first episode again um, because that that beautiful recap focused on the funeral of Padme Amidala but also gave uh, time to the Gungans. I was like, dude, Mm. I think it's going to happen. I think this is the series we see Jar Jar. And Mike, I think your response was so great of we are seeing the Senate. Yeah. He could show Senator up. Binks. Uh, anything with the yeah, that, that okay. was his job. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think know. I think you're right. We could get some Jar Jar redemption. Oh, and so, I think this is the one they would bring Ahmed Best back for. Like he would be like, it's me and Ewan and Hayden. Like we were the original people. You know? yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There could totally be a thing there. Um, one other thought I'm thinking: they're planted yeah. a lot of seeds, like you said in Solo. They plant the seed of oh, here's Darth Maul. And he's alive, right? Obviously, he has deep connections with yeah. Obi Wan through the Clone Wars. He has a deep connection to the Mandalorian subplots. So the Obi Wan series through a flashback, say of Darth Maul taking over Mandalore and Obi-Wan getting his girlfriend killed. Spoilers, those shows are old. Watch them. Um, yes. Then that opens the door to bring Darth Maul into the Mandalorian world. And now where did the Darksaber right. transfer hands? Because that was his, you know? So you can you can touch on some of that stuff. We have a live action Cad Bane. You could show some Clone Wars moments flashbacks of Cad Bane because we have that guy. You know, so... Right. More, more than anything, I just want well. to see that and I think era. we'll... S- Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see I some need to of that. See Ahsoka I think. and Hayden Christensen live action side by side. I think that's what a lot of, oh, a lot of people want to see too. I need well, we're going to see. We're going to see later cape. Ahsoka <laughs> with Cape. Yeah, we're going to see older Ahsoka right during her show. I yeah, but either way, we need to see snips and Anakin. Flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. I, I would guarantee. I think. Um, I mean, one of the things that was most exciting about that that recap, and like, I think a great way to do what we're talking about is do a recap every you know episode, but then add more and more exciting stuff in. Mm. Um, but anyway, I, I think the main crux of what we're doing here, they really focused on that beat of like, oh, I, I'm Yoda, and I'm going to teach you how to talk to Qui Gon. You're going to yes. know how to become yes. Yes, a Force Master and things like that. That's what I. Was That's gonna... where we're going with all this, and I think that is like, yeah. oh, perfect, perfect. Like that's part of the Jedi lore that we have not really explored. Mm-hmm. I am super hopeful that we get to I'm see Qui Gon again. That's beautiful. Joe. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. You're talking about Jar Jar, Ahsoka. Are we going to see Liam Neeson's Liam's Neeson in this show? I hope he's sitting on a log as he gives his. Advice, but because the thing is, we see small, small, small flashback moments, and some of it's even in the the non-canon um, animated cartoon. But it's like where you see Qui Gon teaching Anakin something that wasn't in the movie, because obviously Obi Wan yeah. took on that role reluctantly after Qui Gon got killed by Darth Maul. So to see kind of more of that dynamic, what could have happened if Qui Gon didn't die? The the path he was leading Anakin on that Obi Wan just wasn't prepared to continue, let's say, because he was barely getting through the trials at that point. So they can flesh a lot of that out. In, um, we've we've seen in Star Wars Celebration with the show Tales of the Jedi, they're going to show a young, uh, you know, Padawan Qui Gon. They're going to show that era. So like, it's not like they're uninterested right. in the character. It, it really feels like this Joe, would be the time. Yeah. Joe, what is that? Will you say real quick? Is that sort of like a bad batch style sort of like, here's just another animated. It seems to be just based on like the information online. Uh, it seems to be like an anthology series and it's going to explore a bunch of different Jedi in the prequel area 
but ones that like you know Plum concept Coon. art were shown for at Star Wars <laughs> Celebration were um, you know Master Dooku and Padwan Qui Gon Jinn. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then there was, you know, young Ahsoka, how she was found by the Jedi. And, uh, you know, I would love to see people like Plo Koon, Kit Fisto. Like, I would love to see more from those characters. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be a uh, (laughs) uh, Tales from the Jedi is is an anthology series that's going to be aimed at, like, that era. That sounds incredible. Visions. You know, I that's don't like know. a prequel to a prequel. Yeah, yeah. With Qui Gon as a Padawan, that's a prequel to a prequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, you gotta stop thinking about it like that, man. These are just different eras now. They're not the Skywalker yeah, but, stories. No, yeah. no it's longer. Just all Star Wars. Do we need to see every era? Okay, here's a question. Hmm. Why not? You got the whole Old Republic uh, time period that you really haven't touched with uh, any of know, this, other than video games. So you, you got you could do movies and TV in that era. I know they're they're trying to do this new High Republic era, which is. I don't even know when that I takes place. I don't know place, what that is. That's old timey too. That's like like yeah. way old timey. Oh, no. and Jacob, they're in King's Landing for that one. That's what that's about. <laughs> um, yeah, Super the old Republic is a ton coming. of untouched material. The acolyte, yeah, the, the acolyte's coming, and that's going to explore that era and stuff like that. I mean, it's like you know. I know Star Wars fans hate Star Wars, but it's really never been a better time to be a Star Wars fan. Yeah, and I think yeah. I, I think the issue with those other untouched eras is they have been untouched. So how do we mine the nostalgia to get guaranteed bucks out of people familiar with a character? Insert proper noun here, right? So so yeah. they've got oh a lot of familiarity. Kupo is showing up. I think, yeah. and, and Mike, like now we can I talk care about, about Ahsoka, but a decade ago, maybe not, right? No, absolutely not. But I think this answers your question, and we can get uh, reactions to it, is the mm-hmm. Cassian Andor trailer, which is literally, it's like, okay, we know this is kind of something you kind of understand, but stealthily, <laughs> we can just sort of like, do you remember what Mon Mothman is? And it's like, well, I do, but my dad won't. And he's yeah. like, that's okay. We got you. Okay, so let's get your dad now. <laughs> right. do, do you, is your dad going to like Stellan Skarsgård as like a, a rebel? And I'm like, I guess he will. And they're like, great, we got your dad. Okay, great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's yep, get yep. going. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, here's my take on the, the Andor trailer, if you want to talk about that. Um, I was not particularly interested in, like, casting Andor no. as a character or, or the idea of a TV show around him at first. But when I saw that trailer, and not to compare it too much to these other shows, but please, I was please kind do. of blown away by the the cinematography and the, the locations. And it just looked it looked really good. And it looked like that, like that trailer looked like it could be a movie, right? Whereas these other shows, Mando sometimes, you know, looks pretty good, but like Boa Fett, Obi-Wan, like... I think Obi-Wan just, looks like, like a TV show, Jacob. I think it looks like yes, a sci-fi yes. TV and it's the show. sets, it's the uh, stagecraft that, that they use a lot guy. now. He looked pretty good. Everything Here's, else is... It, <laughs> yeah. this, this doesn't even connect at all. Uh, Stranger Things, something like that on Netflix, that's something made for a streaming service. But again, maybe it's it looks because way better. it's their quote-unquote anchor... Maybe it's because they're going for a filmic look of that period. It looks like something that isn't made for streaming or TV, Jacob. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and I guess my biggest complaint about Obi-Wan is that I'm fine with the the plot and the acting so far. It's just I'm getting tired of seeing these like Tatooine sets that look so yeah. like not that great. And it's just like I get it, it's TV, like they don't have, I don't know what in the budgets for any of these are, but that's another reason why I think an Obi-Wan movie I would be more interested because it would have higher production values. It would look better. 
uh, better, you know, I don't know. That's just me, I guess. But I just well, get tired of seeing these Tatooine, and it, it, so yeah. much of it has been on Tatooine. I was I was happy to get away from that on the Cyberpunk planet for a little bit, and and to see Alderaan, which is cool too. We've but, never seen Alderaan yeah, yeah. for sure. That that's a good point. So we get a little bit of it here. Again, Tatooine is Tatooine. I don't know the budgets, but when you're filming that many shows, like you're going to spread the butter a little thin, I guess. Yeah. And obviously, and obviously, Oh, you know, uh, Boba Fett was the worst offender, right? I think mm-hmm. Obi-Wan so far has been better than Boba Fett, but it's still like, I'm just getting tired of seeing like that first bar scene that they go into. I'm just like, this looks like a, a set or it looks like it's, you know, galaxy's edge or something. It does it look like they like just shot it edge. at galaxy's edge, yeah. but I think that's also does. intentional. Mm. So that when you go to galaxy's edge, you think, Whoa. wow, it's like, I'm really in the show. Right. That makes sense. Uh, hey, it's me, Boba. Did you tip your waitress? And you're like, I'm the wow. Don, yo. <laughs> Don't forget I, do, I love that they've like, the the peppering in of the ex-clones. Yes. Yeah, that yes. was great, man. I love That's it. That's amazing. It's so cool to see like, that guy, um, Adam pointed this out at his watch party. He's like, you have this clone trooper destitute, you know, begging for credits. And then two stormtroopers just walking down now they're the hot shit and the clone troopers are just completely yeah. forgotten at this point so maybe there's a chance we'll right. see a commander rex or something as well like tamara morrison wants to do all yes. of this so the idea that you could just have 10 tamara cameos like, in this series is pretty entertaining you know what too. i think is funny is commander that Cody. guy played that that one role in the prequels and then since then has had like steady work just you know, doing voice acting, doing Boa Fett, like all basically playing different clones and stuff. It's just a really funny. Yeah. yeah. For him though. He's great. It's great seeing that cameo. I wonder why he didn't go try to kill, um, Camille Nanjiani though. This, this guy saying he's a Jedi, Jedi over there. Die. <laughs> I got a chip <laughs> in my head. Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> but, um, any other notables on Obi-Wan before we maybe get to final thoughts? I mean, I like some of the practical effects there. You know, again, we're saying the budget, some of the sets look weird, but I like seeing the weird creatures. I forgot there was like, a quadrupedal giant polar bear monster. Yes. Like, there's a lot of crazy uh, stuff Mike, going on. Mike, something you gassed at, it reminded me of the blue bread in Force Awakens, but the stew oh, that sort stew. of manifests. I Post love cool when tech. I was like, wow. physical Star Wars mm-hmm. foods. Yeah, they're, they're always the yeah. best. So there are that some cool. touches here that are that are nice, like the dinosaur guy. I loved seeing the bug robot guy. The you know, dinosaur it's, guy, man, with what his a yellow legend. laser gun. I love. Hey, he's he's like, I, it is. Just I need to know what his species <laughs> is. His head is too big oh, for yeah. his body. It's it's absurd. It's a Gorn. Yeah, we were, yeah. Mike and I were talking about the Gorn because of Stranger Worlds right now. If we get the right. Gorn, I hope that's what they look like. Is, <laughs> After is, this buildup. Uh, yeah. Ridiculous I think they are building him up in that show to be sort of the big yeah. bad of that season. Because yeah. Bosk has a similar look to the Gorn, you know. Yeah, yeah. Bosk is a secret Gorn. Yeah, the Trandosian. So, yeah. Crossover. Yeah, who knows? He's just wearing a spacesuit. Yeah, so we're at two of two of six. Let's say uh, let's let's jump back on over and talk maybe final thoughts and Obi Wan. Any other final thoughts on the Star Wars TV? And uh, we'll catch you on the other side. Just make sure you go to Space Dock Three C. When Jimmy Smith goes to uh, Obi-Wan, doesn't he say, like, oh, you need to help her? 
I was waiting for him to say like, "Oh, you're her only hope" or something. But I don't think he said that. No, it's a little too on the nose. If he did, then you'd be like, "Oh, brother." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She's you're the help whistle. she needs. I believe is what he says. Right. Yeah. It's like as close. It's like when in that first Spider-Man with Tom Holland, he's like, "Well, you can do what I can do." With responsibility, but, but the power is not there. Mm-hmm. And he's like mixing yeah. the words, and you're like, it's great. It's the best. Saying it just to not say it. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess we're back. We're talking the the end of Obi-Wan. Yeah. And you got, <laughs> I do like when Jimmy Smith is like, though, he's like, I must protect the boy. He's like, it's not just about the boy. She's just as important. I'm like, yeah, both these kids are really important. But then I feel bad for Luke because it's like, he just sits on shit desert planet and later yes. just happens to live like the life of decadence well, and Mike, now they're on like what a, let, what a short straw let me say to that deal if 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 we if we're in like a gold mine and we find like two huge bricks of gold and you're like i take this one and i take that one you can't call me and be like mine's gone you have to help me i'm like no dude we chose our <laughs> bricks of gold <laughs> i guess that's true you're supposed to watch her jimmy smith that was your charge yes, that's oh, his yeah. well, here's my thing okay and i don't know if this has ever been talked about before but Leia's hiding place makes more sense from from Anakin, you know, because doesn't Anakin know who like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru are? So like, wouldn't he think to look? He met them one there? time. Mm. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Just I don't know if one. that was a plot hole that's been addressed before, or, or no. He hates sand. You know, He'll like never that, touch that planet. It's <laughs> yeah, the best he will hiding place. I don't think it's been. I don't think it's been addressed. I don't. Uh, mm. I always thought it was maybe weird. it will like, be in the series. Good, we true, need we to hide more. Luke from his dad. Let's take him to the planet that his dad grew up on. I know. On. His the uncle's house. The closer we are to danger, the farther we are from harm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let's let's say, speaking of unaddressed, so we should say the final image of the episodes we watched is this this um, fight with the Inquisitor, Reva, the third sister. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's the reveal. Those nightmares you were having, you stupid old man, because you killed that guy? You didn't kill that guy, you idiot. He's out there, and he's stronger than ever, and he wants me to defeat you. Gasp, Anakin's out there, okay? Darth Vader is out there. Now, mm-hmm. again, because, and this is what sucks about watching this series, is that literally I have to go to my friends and be like, yo, does that moment make sense? Yo, does this moment make sense? Now, is that true? Obi-Wan didn't know at the end of episode three that Anakin's still alive? I kind of no, thought, he probably that thought when he, was he talks dead. to I thought when he goes to Yoda, he's he like, burned I blew up. it, is what he says. Where he's just like, I, you know, I fucked up. I think and he Yoda's assumed he like, succumbed eh. to lava burns. You know, yeah. he just assumed. He yeah, got all burned up. No uh, my up. thing is yeah, that he, he, got, he got crispy. <laughs> when she first said it, she I says, like, Vader wants Yoda's to see like, you. Mm. And he's like, and he's, Jacob, Obi-Wan he reacts not know to his name that. is Vader. He's like, oh. Yeah, that's, that's what's weird. And then she says Anakin is alive, but he reacts to Vader, which he would not know that Anakin's called Vader now. Yeah, he, he, know he was alive. Does, he does. But if you didn't he, know he was alive, he how would you know his but name? But he becomes Lord Vader because before the Lucifer battle. Vader, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Remember, because he watches just the footage global... of Lord Vader slaughtering the kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And touches okay. his mustache. Oh, I get you're right. Joe, you're 100% right. You were 100% yeah, He's already, right. like, taken on the Was that after then. their... And that's before their duel? Yeah. That's, well, that's... Because he has all the arms. Anything he does with his arms and legs happened before the duel. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. Look, look, I didn't know he was going by Vader back like, then. Here's the thing. I'm here's coming the thing. right now. If you're just trying to piece together whether something or not makes sense, just yeah. assume that the people who have, like, been making this, you know, for the last, like, ten you're years... Right. 
no, are no. aware of the continuity that they Well, no, because we've seen that you know in Star I mean? Trek. That, that does not always hold. But in Star Trek, they just say, oh, we don't care <laughs> yeah, about, no. you know, retconning shit. If I think more, to, like, but... yes, it does track at least that particular question because we have the Emperor in his chamber, Lord Vader, you know, like right yeah, after Lord he, like, turns Vader. him. And then he immediately, first order, he is okay. to kill the younglings. That's the first thing he that tells Vader sense. to do. In my mind, it's just he goes by Anakin until he puts on the suit and then he's Vader. But right, that right. makes sense. Yeah, we, we met Vader in the helmet. Then, yeah. Yes. After, yeah. after Mace Windu dies, he says, arise, Lord Vader. Now, let me let me ask you this too, Joe. This is my last uh, uh, thought mm-hmm. that I had while watching the, these first episodes. The way that uh, Leia is sort of introduced with this relationship with Obi-Wan, where we know her dire background is... You're getting teased because you are adopted. That is like a thing we're going to hit you with. Your dumb little cousin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mysterious man from your past comes in who keeps having to lie to you and keeps saying like, I'm from your past. I'm from your past. Don't worry about it. Later, you have an interaction with him where he goes, you remind me of a woman, a woman who's dead. I can't talk <laughs> about it. I get so sad all the time. Wouldn't you as Leia be like, this is my father. This is the the missing person in my life who has come back. Are they going to do anything like that? And Obi-Wan's going to be like, no, I'm, I knew Are your you dad. dad. I'm like your dad's roommate. Uh, it's the reverse empire. I am not your father. No, I mean, yeah, I, I was him. your dad's oh, you teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is interesting because teacher. Luke and Leia don't know their dad is Vader until, you know, Empire Strikes Back, obviously. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Even even everyone lies to him and says Vader killed his father. So yeah, but go ahead. I mean, while we're talking about like, yeah, Leia gets teased because she's adopted. Like that moment to me actually makes something in like the sequels even better because that does like kind of tie the relationship that Ray has with Leia to the relationship that, you know, Leia has with Bale where she's like, oh, I'm not even a real um, oh, Organa. that is nice. And it's like, well, you know, you're a real Skywalker. Like, like so, she does, like, claim it at the end. So something that no, I've previously like been that. like, oh, boy, I fucking hate that. This series has made me appreciate just, like, a little bit more by, by giving Leia that extra sauce in her childhood of, like, yeah, like, home is where the heart is, and you'll learn that. Huh. I know, I like that, too. And I, I am kind of appreciating getting more backstory on Leia and seeing how sassy she is and how she just kind of stands up to people. And it's like, Jimmy Smith's got to be like, yo, you know, I know your cousin's a, a shit, but for now, we're going to say we're sorry. But then it's like that attitude, you just see it reflected in that opening scene where she doesn't back down to Vader whatsoever in A New Hope. And it's just like, I do see the direct line between yeah. this child actor like, and oh, that politics. performance. Oh, I think it's like, great. You're a Jedi. You're kind of like old and beat up. Into aren't <laughs> yeah. you a little short uh, for a stormtrooper? No, yeah, yeah. That, like, <laughs> totally. Mean, you know, that's what totally works. They're giving her some great yeah. material, and the, yeah, the line delivery and stuff and is I, great. Just only have one chase scene. I think I do think that kid is doing a great job with it. Uh, yeah, for the record. and when she destroys her cousin verbally, like that was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah, you go, Leia. Yeah, like again, she he's taller than her. She's looking up to him the same way she looked up to Vader, and she's not taking any shit, just like a New Hope. I yeah. love it, so it's cool. Um, and then I guess her. I don't need manners with you, Suki. Lower life form, so good. Get owned, yeah. So I think you know maybe pacing issues aside. Overall, I know I'm excited for more Obi Wan adventures, and again, even in the prequels when they were bad, as long as Awen was good, hello there, so uncivilized. I was happy with those scenes. So as long as Awen continues to crush it, which he has up to this point, I can forgive all the pacing in the world. 
as long as he's charming and entertaining and boy is he ever so i'm, I'm good i'll forgive anything as long yeah. as my boy awin's doing good so that's where i'm at when we were watching it together colin commented that uh it's very similar to his arc is very similar to John Wick where at the end he's digging up his lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. like uh, John Wick breaking open his, his guns or whatever in the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and my they put a bounty on him at the end too in the city and everyone's chasing him. It is John Wick. Yeah. 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 Right. Great. Um, for my final thoughts, I would just say like, I'm so far I'm along for the ride. Like, I think it's fine. It's not like blowing me away. It's not, I don't hate it. It's just, it's enjoyable. And uh, you know, there's some things I don't love about it, but it's it's I'm here for it, so I'll keep watching it. I think it's better than Boba Fett, but not as good as like the best of Mando. So it's kind of in the middle of those two shows, mm-hmm. and um, you know I'm down for it. I guess my main complaint was just that I think a Obi Wan movie, like I stand by, I would I would have preferred a, an Obi Wan movie with with higher production values, a nice tight two hour story. Um, but again, it's a personal preference thing. So, and th- those were uh, all rumored. It was rumored a Boba Fett movie, an Obi Wan movie, and a Han Solo movie all at the same time. Yeah. So again, I they might have shifted gears as you mentioned in the beginning. Yeah. I think they did after Solo, which is disappointing Ooh. because I didn't think Solo was that bad. Like I thought it was fine. I think anything in Solo is on par with you know Boba Fett or this show. So could, it's just not Jacob- like. Could Woody Harrelson ever show up in any of these things? I, again, timeline wise, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think they're probably going to try to avoid anything that so, didn't get right? great, yeah. you know, great reviews at the time. So I'd say, you know, Amelia Clark probably not going to show up, even though Darth Maul was in Ugh. the Solo. So and but um, no, and I don't think we'll see Alden Ehrenreich again as Han Solo, which is disappointing because I did. I do think he was good, and I thought you know uh, Donald Glover was great as as Lando. So. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I don't think they should stay away from recasting uh, legacy characters. They should just do something interesting with them. And I think that's the point that they're kind of missing. Mm -hmm. I think you should recast them. Yes. You you should recast them and and then, but only use them when they, when you have something interesting to do with them. Don't just have them show up for no reason, which is kind of how like Luke felt in the, uh, you know, third season of, or or second season of, uh, 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 Mando, at the, at when when he's there with you know Ahsoka or whatever, it just felt like unnecessary. The first right? season of Boba. You mean Boba? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I'm missing. That. I'm mixing them up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, got basically hijacked. season two point five of Mando. I mean, but ultimately, what you're saying is, ooh, I like the show that doesn't have any sort of like connection to this other stuff that feels like holier than thou and that shouldn't be touched, and then the stuff that is like in these legacy characters. Feels like a little underwhelming. Like, yeah, is that well, I think that's the, why the point you're getting to. The most successful parts of Mando, I think, are because it's telling a new story with Din Djarin, a new character we've never seen before, and telling an interesting story with him, rather than just bringing back these characters and not doing that that much interesting. Like, I think Obi Wan, they probably do have an interesting story to tell with him. I just think through two episodes we haven't seen that much. It feels like the first act of a movie. And it's again, it's two hours long. And if you even compare it to the clone wars animated, like at least those, they had two to three episode arcs that would tell a complete story, not like a six episode series that tells a whole story. I just kind of miss how TV used to be sometimes. I guess I'm just getting old, but well, we got strange new worlds (laughs) for that. Thank God. At least we can watch our old old new TV that way. But uh, yeah, it just seems like everything has to be a series. Everything has to be, 
drawn out over six to eight episodes when it could have been told better and tighter in a two-hour movie. Well, we need to trend yeah, on Twitter yeah. until we can release the next thing, you know? <laughs> so we right. have it's to have that weeklies. thing of where you go, Leonardo DiCaprio, okay, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise have publicly said they're never going to do superhero movies. Okay, mm. they put their superstar, A-level, celebrity status above everything else. When I was a kid, Star Wars was that. It was the celebrity of properties of... I mean, Star Wars is the biggest thing that ever existed. And does it cheapen it? I, I ask myself the same questions Jacob has. Does it cheapen it when there's 15 things and I have to question myself every time I watch them and I'm going like, oh man, can I muster up excitement for whatever the acolyte is going to be? I don't know. Right. Joe, how do you feel on that topic then of I mean, like, don't, don't watch it then. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I did not... Uh, yeah. I didn't watch Clone Wars for the longest time. And then like one rainy day, I turned it on and watched all of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I might do that with Obi-Wan. I might just ask you guys what's cool about this series by the end. And if I get a good answer, I'll be like, great. Mm. I'll watch it. Which is fine. Like you don't have to, like, that's the beauty I think of star Wars is like, you can just like what you like. No one's going to take it away from you, man. Like star Wars is for everybody. And I think we're Mm -hmm. like reaching the point where like, yeah, like, there are going to be some people who like my favorite Star Wars character is little girl Leia. I love Lola <laughs> yes. the droid. I love Absolutely. what mm-hmm. she does in that series. She stands up to bullies. It was my first exposure to Star Wars. Little Leia is my favorite Star Wars character. And mm-hmm. I love that. Like I, that means the That's world cool. to me. I think that we're keeping yeah. this going beyond the sequel trilogy. Like we've, we're moving counter, beyond that. To counterpoint mm. that Joe, I think, um, Disney kind of tends to drop whatever was seen as unpopular by by at least a certain part of the fan base, even if it was popular with others. So, like, there's there's a lot of people probably Ray is their favorite Star Wars character that really connect with Ray in the sequels. Mm, now it just true. seems like they don't want anything to do with these sequel characters. It's just interesting how how things are turning now. Yeah, but it's it's like poetry and it rhymes. Like, mm. just because we're living in the prequel renaissance right now doesn't mean that people didn't tell Jake Lloyd to, like, kill himself when yes. he was a little boy. Yes. It's right. the same yeah. point I would love to hit right, right now. now. Joe, um, mm. friend of the show, Adam, he went to Star Wars Celebration. He said the biggest pop in the crowd was for Hayden. You know, all this Hayden Christensen love. You read all these conversations now between Ewan and Hayden where they look at each other and go like, you know, in my opinion... Do, do you think the prequels are kind of underrated? And they're both like, yeah, we, you know what we do. It is Joe, Joe, you're so right there. Of course there will come a time with all of this. Stuff. Yes. The post oh, will have a back. renaissance in 15 years. Everyone will be like, you know what? We are too hard. Finn, on um, about can we talk about how Finn was the nostalgia. coolest character? And you'll be like, well, they yeah. say nostalgia is on like a 20 year cycle. So whatever came out 20 years ago is what people are nostalgic for. So, in, in our case, we're, we're fucking old. Yeah. To when now you have uh, disposable income, and that's why it's twenty years. Right. right. That's where you can buy your childhood. Bring it yeah. That's back. why '80s '80s revival was popular, mostly with Gen X, right? Because yeah. that's when they were coming of age. Two thousands yeah. nostalgia is going to be interesting because there's some things that people are going to look back on as as much better than they were, but it, it'll be fun. The Transformers <laughs> it's, it's love our started. episodes are going to spike. Yeah. yeah, it's it's already started. The, the prequels. Still. I mean, look yeah. at um turning red i mean like you know look at all the um not vhs what was the netflix series or movies that we loved ah three different eras 
Oh, the, the, uh, the Scare oh. Street or whatever they're called. Uh, Fear Street. Yes. Yes. Fear Street. Yes, yes, yes. But like, yeah, like 90s, 2000s, like it's already, it's already here. And like, yeah, yeah Obi-Wan's I, pretty seen... much the first thing that's like specifically targeted at hey, us. kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, as we kind of wrap it up here, all franchises are up for grabs here. Nothing, yes. nothing is holier than thou anymore. I mean, I was going to say, so what is there that's not being touched? Lord of the Rings? Nope, it's getting... You know, it's getting it's a spinoff. Mike you know, with the Willow, Godfather. Can, oh, nope, the Godfather's getting a spinoff. Like but, nothing but is Mike, nothing is. Wait till the I Citizen Kane sequel. It is those weird instances where people go like, the property is so big, we can make something about talking about it. So yes, the offer is yeah, that thing. Or Godfather, I could see Citizen Kane, where it's like it's about. <laughs> it's called like Rosewood yeah. or whatever it's called. Where it's like a. Well, they did that with the movie yeah. Mank too. That was kind yes. of what the movie yes, Mank yes, was about. You're totally but, right, Jacob. <laughs> Yes. There's this so new thing with, sacred, with yeah. and with and the just, uh, late sorry uh, the HBO show Winning Time, which is all about the yes. Showtime Lakers. There's this new trend now with TV shows to just show the making of something, the making of the yes. Godfather. That's a TV show now. Sure, why not uh, dramatize uh, it? The yeah. real heroes are the Hollywood creatives. You know what I mean? But that we haven't gotten a Shakespeare in love. You, you remember the George Lucas uh, in love? You know that that Lucas um, in love. Yeah, the short, short film that was oh. like amazing. I'm sure that's next on Paramount Plus. Where is that series? Where is the George Lucas had one idea? He wanted to call it the Star War. You know, and it's like the offer, <laughs> mm-hmm. Jacob. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. I can't yeah. wait for the Red Tails series. That's what I yeah, want. Sure. A lot of Honestly, shooting I, down Nazi planes? Hell yeah, dude. I'll watch yeah, it. Look, yeah. if we're talking about what the biggest pop at uh, Star Wars Celebration mm-hmm. was, it should have been the Indiana Jones poster when That's Harrison what I Ford thought. came out and showed what is the that? first Joe, image. Joe, why do they do yeah. that at Star Wars Celebration? Because it's a Lucasfilm It's thing? under the Lucas okay. umbrella. And you know, Harrison like, Ford uh, was in both Same of reason them. with Willow. Like hey, the Willow trailer dropped yeah. during Star Han? Wars Celebration. No, no. The other thing. Here I uh, come. No, the better thing. They gave me a big enough check. We called the dog from that. What's the most excited you were for one of the Star Wars announcements? Then let's go around that before we oh, close I, it out. I love Joe, that or I can Colin, do that if you're quick. ready to go. Yes, All right, um, go. Mike. So Kotor Two: Knights of the Old Republic Two is coming to Switch. You go. Oh, just another Ooh. dumb port. They've already got the first one. Colin, who cares? Now mm-hmm. this is the first time the game will be finished ever. They are for the first mm. time ever releasing the DLC. Which is a lost thing because the they like canceled the game kind of right before it released. You can read this whole history thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game goes unfinished. Later, fans created this DLC that the publishers were like, "That is canon. We'll take that and buy that off you." Mm. Now they're sort of like releasing that as like a real dedicated thing, and I I just cannot wait. Cool. I love that. That's game. like an old id software thing. They would take yes. fan made levels and be like, "You know what? That's sick. That's that's really cool." Yeah. All right, Kotor's You're in. finished it's for official. the first It'd be cool time if ever. They did a whole yeah. like remaster of it, like they've done with like with, the first uh, one that's supposedly you know that's a next gen game that's going to come for mm. the five at some point. So I, yeah, I, I would definitely. Play that because Couture some of the mechan- some of the mechanics are a little bit old fashioned in the Kotor games, but I could get behind that if it, if they do a full remaster, that would be awesome. Yeah, nice. Two I mean, they're rules. doing a full remaster of one, and that's going to be on the yeah. next gen. It's a remake. It's Kotor the remake, actually. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. That's really yeah, that's Final next Fantasy. year. Joe's Indiana Jones your standout. What about the Star Wars <laughs> side of it? Um, 
Yeah, yeah Indiana you. Jones was obviously great. Um, but I, the biggest news that we haven't talked about is that Babu Frick is going to be in That's season three of The Mandalorian. Oh, uh, hell yeah. I didn't know how long it could hey, hold hey. out before spilling the beans. Yeah, thank um, you, Joe, for reminding us. Uh, hey. What does that mean again, Timeline Joe? So he wouldn't exist as we know him yet. So that I would mean, be before It would be before we met him. Yeah. But when we meet him, it's like... Oh, the great, you know, locksmith, Babu Frick, he can unlock anything. So actually, I don't even know if it's him. I heard later reports saying that it was just like people of his species. Um, but, like, right. you know, truthfully, I think the thing I'm most excited for was the Ahsoka trailer because, you know, people mm-hmm. there are leaks that you can watch. But people have also said like straight out that you can see Sabine, uh, Hera and Chopper and oh the portrait God. from the end of Rebels, like actually drawn out. So... I don't know, man. Just like, like to, that to show that, like, oh my god, you're actually like, like, there's the painting from the end of the series, and here it is, live action. That's just like insane to me, and I'm, I'm super excited yeah. for uh, the possibility where we could go from there because, mm. you know, Freddie Prince Jr. in a flashback is Kanan. Come insane. on, I'd lose my mind, man. With he's got his beard now too, that would be great. Uh, oh man, um, that's very exciting to me too. Anything's happening with Soka, obviously, I haven't seen the leak or anything. And if it does happen that Babu Frick himself is not in it, but just a species, if Hey Hey is not the standard greeting hey, for that hey. species, hey, I'll hey, be hey. really upset. Babu Frick. <laughs> got a hundred of them. Hey, hey. Yeah. They better yeah. just go, like speak in vowels, like, you know, all my fucking uncles back home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Oh, hey, oh. Look, the only I character I want to see more than Babu Frick is Yaddle, okay? That's right. Give me Yaddle. Give me Babu Frick. Yeah, um, yeah. But for me, I think the the thing is, again... The Andor trailer, I just thought it was really well done. It made me interested in a show that I previously wasn't interested in. And, uh, you know, had that Rogue One aesthetic that I, you know, whatever you want to say about Rogue One, I think it definitely looked good. And uh, I'm down for more of that kind of war movie, you know, really accentuating the wars in the Star Wars. The Star Wars. Like Clone Wars, really yeah. A lot big, of people like spy vibes too. Like yeah. I love the like undercover stuff with Mon Mothma. It looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Mike, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of cool resistance stuff you could do with that. A lot of people's favorite is Rogue One, kind of of the new era too. So I mean, mm. I'm not one of those. I think it's fine. Uh, I'm still on the fence about it. I, I need to see more, but I, I have no love for that character. I think Diego Luna's fine. It just never clicked for me, and that's just that's my personal problem. I'm sorry, I'll work on myself. I mean, council. We'll, we'll get should. it figured out. I'll be ready by the time it drops. But uh, that's kind of it, I think. I mean, we talked Obi Wan primarily, but then the state of Star Wars streaming movies as a whole, and I think that's important because it is a piece of a larger picture that um, you know Disney and Lucas or Lucasfilm are building out. Um, and the way these things work together is going to be a lot different than just theatrical releases. And that's kind of I think what we were taking a look at. You're right. The future of yeah. Star Wars is strange, but it's a ride we're kind of all. It's in the past. Through, right? It's, it's <laughs> yeah. somewhere. A long hey, time I, ago. Quick, I will pay you, yeah. uh, you guys $5 million if you can tell me the name of Carrie Russell's character that hangs out with Zori Bliss. Zori oh Bliss. <laughs> Where's oh, my money? $500 million. <laughs> Zori, you made it. Zori, wow. you made it. Zori, Jacob, you made it. That was amazing. Both you think I don't know my favorite character's name? Zori Bliss. I would have gotten there, but not that fast. You know, <laughs> I don't I probably Millennium wouldn't Falcon remember it if it wasn't for that line, Zori, you made it. But I just, for yeah. some reason, Zori Bliss. Definitely Zori, you made it. She is iconic. Zori, you That's going to be my it. doorbell. 
Hey, I'm so yeah, impressed. Uh, Zori, you Zori, made it. Zori Bliss is the new Zam Wessel, you know? That's right. Nice, Zam nice. Wessel. Zam Wessel should have become the death stick dealer. Could have just walked right out of that bar. Oh, here's my fun fact. Great. This is All perfect right. to end it on. Uh, Good. The woman who comes up and is like, hey, everybody's somebody's daughter, mister. Mm-hmm. That's Ewan McGregor's daughter. Good night, everybody. Oh, that's great. I love it. Let's I end it that. there. Let's get the outros. Thanks, everybody, for joining uh, us. Uh, you know where to find us, at normies underscore like underscore us. Uh, it's either us or a clone of us. Just don't tell the Inquisitors where we to. are. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> we, we are in hiding. Like, you know, are you don't tell anybody. Call it. I am showing. <laughs> I'm not it showing. is time to take me, old man, into your little dirt <laughs> cave to show me your ways. Uh, Ten years, he couldn't get a door? Like, come on, my guy. <laughs> no, he's got, like, what I assume is a buried R2-D2 in the sand. <laughs> uh, he's never looked more like Jesus than he does. Yeah, like, Jawas just hanging out in. for three days behind yeah. the rocks. So. He's literally got oh, Jawas jack and his shit and selling it to him. Anyway, we'll get yeah. so he's, he's, right, he's a little guy. Hit us up there. Rate, review, subscribe. Helps us out. Uh, check us out at the YouTube. We're doing awesome stuff there. Thank you, Jacob. Mike, thank you for editing this as you always do. Much appreciated. And uh, we've been your hosts. This is uh, Clone Commander Colin. Mike, Mike Mofma. I don't know. Uh, Joby Wan Kenobi. <laughs> and this is Obi Wan Jacoby. Obi Wan Jacoby. Obi Wan Jacoby. Thanks, To all our listeners. <laughs> yes. Uh, farewell. And may the Force be with you always. Except beautiful. for when you turn it off. Beautiful, beautiful. Hit and stop. My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools!